right, welcome back to the Faceoff Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. I always really appreciate it when you guys tune in. I also really appreciate our sponsor, Howie's Hockey Tape Company. If you would like 10% off of your Howie's Hockey Tape purchase, please enter the coupon code FACEOFF10, that's FACEOFF, then the number 10 into the coupon code area to get your uh, 10% off of your Howie's Hockey Tape purchase. Um, I'm sitting here today, and um, I'm sure you guys have already clicked on, so you know who the guest is going to be, but I'm currently sitting inside of, uh, of the Wee Street Ice Center. Um, it's a uh, double sheet facility here in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the old Promenade Mall um, that's coming along quite nicely. Um, whenever I do these podcasts, it's sometimes for um, a whole bunch of different reasons. Sometimes it's just, you know, somebody that I don't know at all and I kind of want to reach out to and get to know them a little bit better. But sometimes it's somebody that I've kind of gotten to know um, over the past couple months. And it is the facilities director here at Wee Street, Cody Stevens. Um, couple things here about Cody is that he actually, and I feel like I have to get this out before we actually start the interview, um, he was part of the reason, a big part of the reason, that I am back in Tulsa. Um, him and Jack decided uh, that I would be a good fit into uh, this new double sheet facility. So before we get into um, the episode, I have to say thank you, Cody. Um, I love being back in Tulsa. I get to see a bunch of people uh, that I haven't seen in a long time and uh, as we are recording this today, We Street is not open yet. It's about to get there. Um, but at the end of the day, I can't wait for opening day. But I've had so much fun being back in town. And um, I just really appreciate you uh, reaching out. I know that we were able to talk kind of before I, I came on. But um, yeah, I just I love being back in Tulsa. I love seeing old familiar faces. And I really like being a part of, even though I've been around Tulsa for a long time, I love being a part of something new, which I think is 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 where we're at right now. But uh, either way, thank you so much, Cody, for coming on the show, but also hiring me. Um, I've only uh, I think I've had one other boss uh, on the podcast before. Uh, he was Brian Lee, the general manager at the Mansfield Star Center. Uh, so you are the second uh, boss I've had. Um, so um, thank you for for both of those things. I just I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, no problem, Adam. Thank you for, uh, you know, agreeing to come work for us. Everybody's excited to have you back. So I think it's going to work out really well. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm super excited uh, for the things that are happening here. I know everybody can't really get the, the sneak peeks from a day-to-day basis that, that we get, uh, but things are coming along really nicely. And um, I'm just really excited for people to see it. Um, but we're going to get to that a little bit later. You have to start the show off the same way that everybody starts the show off. And you have to let me know, how did you get interested in the sport of hockey? I know that you played sports growing up, but hockey didn't really come along until a little bit later. But uh, can you kind of talk to us about how you got interested in the sport? Because you're all in now, baby. You're in. So uh, what is it that actually got you interested in in the first place? Um, well, so when I was uh, younger, when I was probably eight years old, I... Uh... I played roller hockey, mm-hmm. and so I played roller hockey at the uh, uh, roller rink at 111th and Memorial. Yes. It's where I started at, um, and we had a team out of Leonard called Leonard Lightning, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I was on the Vikings uh, there as well. Yeah. So it started out in roller hockey. Um, I didn't start my ice hockey career until late 2019. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's funny because, um, and if 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 uh, some old school cats of Tulsa hockey are listening, a lot of us know 
uh, the roller skating rink at a memorial because, um, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to say that, you know, my parents didn't have the most amount of grow amount of money when I was growing up. So it was one of those things to where during the hockey season, I'm playing travel hockey, I'm traveling, you know, every weekend, if not every other weekend during the summertime, they're like, Hey, let's play some roller hockey. Um, but I've said it on the pod, you know, plenty of times before that it's kind of the, one of the best entry ways into the sport, if you will. Uh, cause you're not having to put out necessarily a whole bunch of money to start off with. Um, and you can also just kind of start like outside if you will. Um, but it was one of those things to where I'm, I'm assuming that that's where you kind of got your, your, you, you dipped your foot in the pool, if you will, a little bit. Um, but let's get into ice hockey. Cause if you started roller hockey, uh, back then, what got you around, um, what got you around ice hockey? Um, well, it was just kind of needing some exercise. So I, uh, needed to find a hobby that I was able to, uh, you know, get some good exercise at. And I always went back to hockey, no matter what. Uh, it was always my favorite sport and one of the sports that I was better at than all my other sports. So, um, yeah, that's where it came to. Well, it's funny when you're talking about working out because I, I say this all the time because if you were to look at me, it, it, it doesn't look like I work out all the time, but it looks like maybe that I used to work out and then maybe kind of dropped a little bit. But I tell people this all the time. It's just nearly like I just never stopped playing hockey. You know, it's just one of those things to where that is what really kind of kept me. Because if you ask me to go run on a treadmill, it, it's not, it's just almost too boring. It's too boring for me. Uh, not to say that people that run on treadmills are doing it wrong, because I'm sure that that's great. Um, and I know they added those little TVs on the treadmills to try and make it less bad. But at the end of the day, like if I'm going to be active, I'm going to be active doing uh, something that I actually enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, playing with the team is really fun, too. Also, yeah. having your uh, friends with you yeah. um, playing the game and trying to beat the other team is is really fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it, it's kind of one of those things like I've talked about before, too, to where because um, I, I do want to get kind of kind of when you when you started in ice hockey. But it is one of those things like, you know, if you're somebody that's looking for like I'll, I'll, I'll call it uh, like a two birds, one stone, it's like well, I really need to be more social. And like, I'm really looking to meet people, but I also want to get in shape. Because a lot of times, if you know, going back to the gym, you're going to the gym, but you're kind of going there by yourself, which I know some people like to do, but it's not like the most social aspect. But being able to go and compete with and meet new people and then make good friends um, and then also get a workout, it's like all the best things. Yeah, definitely. I've met a lot of great people through the hockey community. And um, it's just really cool getting to work with the Oilers now. Yeah. Well, well I want to get back into, because I'm assuming that at a certain point, you came back to ice hockey and you said, hey, like, well, or you came to ice hockey, you said, hey, hey, I want to do this. I want to I play ice hockey. How was that transition before? Um, because, you know, you'd, you'd played roller hockey before, but how was that transition like into ice hockey? Now, granted, I'm assuming you're a little bit older than when you were playing roller hockey, but I always have like a huge amount of respect for people. Now, granted, you had a little bit of skating uh, uh, history before, but for people that pick up what I think is a very difficult game to master and learn, and it, it can be really kind of frustrating to start off with. Um, but what was that transition like? Was was there any frustrations of kind of uh, getting into it uh, at an older age? Because I think some people look at me and they're like, "Oh, Adam, like you know, you're a good hockey player." It's like, yeah, but this is what I do. This has been my main thing. I have more respect for you who just started to do this over the last couple of years. And to be honest with you, if you started when I started, you'd be better than me. Um, but it's one of those things to where how was kind of picking up ice hockey 
at a later age? Did you find it to be difficult or um, how, how did you find that transition to be? Um, well, I found it to be, uh, it was almost natural, I guess, for me since I came from roller. Mm -hmm. um, so the skating aspect was kind of natural. I felt comfortable on my skates. One issue was stopping. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't too good at stopping. I remember one of the first times I got back on uh, or I got onto the ice I uh, went shoulder first into the boards, uh, you know, thinking I can. Hey, you're not supposed to do that. Skate really fast. Uh, when I did skate really fast, <laughs> yeah, but I, well, I was stop. just about to make that joke. I go, well, I bet you did skate pretty fast. <laughs> um, so that was the skating was almost natural to me. The stopping I had to work at. Um, uh, another thing that was weird was the puck instead of the ball mm -hmm. uh, for roller. You know, the puck's heavier, and uh, it just didn't move like the ball does oh, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. that was another thing trying to figure out how to shoot and and all that yeah well it's funny when you're kind of talking about a ball though because one of the things because th there are certain portions like you know and i still really like balls for learning how to stick handle and this and that but on the rink and memorial they wouldn't let us use pucks they would only let us use balls because it was really it was really more of like an indoor yeah. roller rink than it was a was a hockey rink so they're like no balls or sorry no pucks mm -hmm. so we got used to the ball the only thing about the ball, though, is sometimes like it can kind of hit your blade and it's still spinning really hard to where it just kind of like continues on its own trajectory. And you're like, oh, I thought I caught that. Um, but I think that that's why they make stick handling balls is because they can be a little bit more. Um, yeah, they can be a little bit more difficult to stick handle. And therefore, uh, the training is uh, a little bit more necessary. Um, so when you came on and I don't know, do you remember the first men's league team that you played on when you came back into town? Uh, yeah, I was on the Berserkers. Uh, it was a wreck team at the time and um it was a blast if i would still be on that team if i wouldn't have uh started playing goalie yeah well and i wanted to get to that i like when my guests make my transitions for me but not only you know because i you know i i think that it's uh it's a great thing that you came and uh, back and you know started playing ice hockey i think it's absolutely crazy that you decided to start playing goalie um and that's kind of just like a subtle joke just because um, you know, people say that you got to be kind of a little bit of a weirdo to play goalie. Uh, I'm not saying that you're a weirdo. Part of that's because you're my boss and part of it's because I like you. Um, but how, why, why did you decide that that was something that you felt like you needed to do, but you're enjoying it. So I'm giving you a hard time. Um, well, it was a, a point where, uh, OIC was doing, uh, Brews and bros, and we were getting people interested in hockey. We had a huge influx of players, um, but we didn't really have a huge influx of goalies at the time. Mm -hmm. So in order to make a new team, I, I bought goalie stuff and got a bunch of the guys from Bros and Brews and started a team uh, so we would have another team at OIC. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, and I don't know if things are like this now, um, but you know, back when I was actually, I'll say this, not just for Tulsa, but pretty much any men's league that I've been a part at, uh, or part of, even if I'm playing in it, or I just happen to be working at the rink, but it's one of those things to where like, if you're a goalie and you want to play some games, you can find some games to play. Like it's one of those to where like, you know, cause sometimes skaters are like, well, like I can really only play like once or twice a week. Uh, if you're a goalie, your phone's going to be ringing off the hook with plenty of text messages you're going to be able to play. Uh, just because there's kind of a lack of them. Um, but, you know, it's kind of cool that you stepped up to the plate because not everybody, myself included, 
you'll be like, well, that sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, as a rec goalie, it's not too bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) you know, they're, they're not coming to, the pucks aren't coming too fast. And, uh, I I still think it's just, I still think it's the like going down and getting back up. So here's the funny thing is that I, I feel like until you actually put on all the goalie gear, and then drop down into the butterfly or like drop down under your stomach. Unless you do that, unless you know what that feels like to do over and over and over again, because you say like, well, maybe this division or that, whatever. It's like, if you're dropping down to make saves and you're getting back up, like that is a, you know, you might not be skating the same distance as some of these other players, but yeesh, yeah, you know what I mean? So you're talking about getting it, a workout. I tell people all the time, like, it's like a secret workout because people don't look at that and think you're getting it, but it's like, put all these pads on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah goes real quick yeah and the pads are definitely uh make everything harder yeah um well cody i do want to i want to get to why we're here how we got here um i want to say it was kind of one of our first conversations um you just kind of went through like the history of how we got here and obviously you're a, a, a part of that and i know you're a humble guy and i know that you're gonna remain humble but at the same time i'm trying to get you know, the story out, because I do think that it's a story that I feel like people should hear, Um, you know, because I think that, and I hope I'm not doing a disservice to anybody because it it took a lot for this place to, you know, to get to where it is. But, um, you know, I feel like it's important uh, for people to kind of hear like where this started and and where it maybe originated, you know, at the very beginning. Is that fair? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. um, So if you wouldn't mind just kind of walking us through, you know, ideas that you may have had at one point. And yeah, how, kind of a how, timeline. Yeah, maybe a timeline, because I don't think a lot of people understand the timeline. Okay, well, um, so like I said, I started back hockey, playing hockey in uh, like October of 2019. Um, and then just kind of sitting in those conditions at OIC, they were, they were fairly bad. Uh, you know, the locker rooms were gross, uh, uh, rubber flooring was bad. Um, it was just kind of going downhill. And so I thought there's got to be a way to get some more ice in Tulsa. And so, um, that I kept thinking about that idea for a couple months. Um, and around February of 2020, I came home and I told my wife, I said, uh, I think I'm going to try to start an ice rink. And, you know, she was like, okay, that's fine. And and it kind of went on from there. Well, I started making a, I uh, started doing all the research. I started doing, uh, trying to make a business plan. And uh, I worked on that for about four or five months and, and then started uh, noticing I needed help. And so I got hooked up with this uh, this girl. Her name is Sarah Thrasher, and she's from Car Realty. And uh, she helped me with so much along the way. She helped me um, get my business plan ready. We went and looked at buildings. We had meeting upon meeting um, with people trying to get this off the ground, trying to get investors, trying to get people to help um, you know, fund everything we needed to get an ice rink going. Um, and so I worked on that for two years. In July of 22, um, 
is about when Andy Andy bought the Tulsa Oilers. And as soon as I saw that the Oilers got sold to him, I contacted Sarah. I said, uh, I need a meeting with this guy. We need to send him my stuff. We need to get this going. I think it would be a good idea. Um, that first lunch meeting um, with me and Sarah and Andy, uh, I mean, we started from then. I... Uh, we bought this building about a month after that first initial meeting, and it's been nonstop ever since. Well, here's two things. I liked how the first step was talk to your wife. <laughs> I think for a lot of us out there, are like, good, good idea, good idea. But when you're talking about the time, you know, that you're spending in it, because I'm sure a lot of people, anybody that's been in a locker room at any point has heard every person, doesn't really matter the quality of the rink, so many people have been like, you know what, like, oh, oh we need a new rank up, but it never goes anywhere from there. It really does. And I, I literally, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not pumping these numbers up. I would say over a hundred times I've heard, and I'm not talking about here. I'm talking all over the country. I've heard people say the same thing that you did, but they do nothing about it. They don't do anything about it. And it's one of those things to where, and this isn't offense to anybody, but it's one of those things where they want to seem like they could, but then they never take any steps to do so. And I think the fact that you were like, hey. Um, there is a, there is a, a need here The you know, and then the, the timing of it though, is there a part of you that's like, okay, the timing of this is just, it was, weird. it was really, uh, it was really freaky because, you know, February, 2020 COVID hit. Yeah. And so, I mean, I worked at TU at that time, uh, in their, um, erosion and corrosion research. And, um, so we were out. For like months yeah. upon months. So in, you know, looking back, that really helped um, because I was able to stay home and do yeah. more research. Yeah. Yeah. And just do nothing but work on this business plan. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, and, uh, and. And then Andy buying the, buying the Oilers. I mean, that was. Yeah. That was like fate right there. And I, I kind of want to, and if you don't mind, I'm trying to be kind of a fly on the wall for your first meeting with Andy because you know it's one of those things I just got back in town I don't I still don't know Andy very well but it's because he's very busy and I don't really want to bother him I see him every day but I just don't want to bother him because he is so busy he has so much going on Um, but it's one of those things everybody I've talked to and I know a lot of people in town that have been around for a long time that would shoot me straight they go Andy's great he is invested he 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 is here for this but when you're kind of making that pitch to him um I mean, how how receptive? Because I mean, that's a big, um, I guess not a big ask, but at the end of the day, was was any part of you surprised? I mean, at this point, you've been working on this business plan for quite some time. The stars all sort of align, but I'm assuming going into that meeting, there's a bit of you that's like, what's going on, right? Like, is this really? And then and afterwards, like, I don't mean I'm not looking for any secrets, but as as far as going back to that meeting, uh, was there anything that kind of stood out to you? Because I don't know how well you knew Andy at the time or if it was just a, a shot in the dark saying, hey, I just want to get to meet you, get together. Because obviously you guys know each other very well now, but can you kind of take us back to that meeting a little bit? I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't even, uh, I didn't know what the guy looked like or anything like that. We just uh, went into Chewy's and uh, sat down, had a good lunch and yeah, yeah. I just kind of shot my shot. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, I think a lot of it was, 
you know, all the research I did and, um, and the fact that, you know, Tulsa didn't really have an ice rink and you're looking around, I'm looking around at all the other states and two, three, four. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tulsa has one that I was worried that if there was a major issue, right. it, it would have been gone. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. And, and the the other thing you gotta, you gotta kind of look at is that, you know, um, I'm, I know a lot of people think like, okay, like they're looking at kind of their, their current location, if you will. And I think that once you start to get into, and this is no offense to anybody that just plays rec league or just plays men's league, but when you start getting into, you know, the travel or you start kind of, you know, like I said, I've, I've traveled around, worked at a bunch of different rinks, like all throughout the country, you kind of get a good uh, feel for the growth of not just the hockey communities, but the skating communities in general. And when you see hotbeds that are all further south or, you know, I, I, I always make this joke that Tulsa is the Midwest and not necessarily the south, but it's in that same region of areas that are just really, really growing. Um, like I said, I came down from the DFW area where they just keep building more star centers. Um, you know, they have three ice sheets in Oklahoma City. It's one of those things to where, you know, if you're going to invest in hockey, like I think this is a great place to do it. Um, and I have prior knowledge of it. I, I felt like it always had, you know, that capability. But, uh, you know, as far as, you know, how fast hockey is growing, um, it's almost like I don't think that you even need to know that much about Tulsa except for there's good people here. There's good coaches. There's good players. There's good. And I've always said this, you just need good people and good ice and the rest of it will just take care of itself. Um, but as far as like, you know, hockey, it's just, it's growing everywhere, but exponentially the, the South. And, you know, you talk about, uh, the South Florida, Arizona, DFW, Southern California. Those are all like some of the fastest growing areas for hockey. Those are all in the South. Um, so it's just one of those things to where, I uh, certainly appreciate, you know, not only your investment, but Andy's investment as well, but I think it's going to pay off for you guys. And I know it can be tough when people know that there's a new rink being built and, you know, they, they can't get in there yet, but it's one of those things that's where, like, all right, well, we've waited almost 25 years. Like, let's, uh, if, if we can just wait, you know, just a second. And I will say that this is a state-of-the-art facility. It is the nicest, to be honest with you, it is the nicest facility that I've ever been at. Not just worked at, like been into. Um, it will be some of the nice things. But um, there's more than just two ice sheets here. How did it come along to where you wanted to have uh, an arcade and wanted to have these, uh, I hope I don't get this wrong, just uh, VR simulators for various sports. I'm sure that has some name to it. Um, but uh, what idea is you like, well, we don't need just ice rings. We also need an arcade. Uh, uh, I'm not, I didn't even mention the restaurant, all these other things. Um, I'm assuming some of this was Andy's and yours, uh, collaboration, if you will. But, um, at the end of the day, like this is more than just two sheets of ice that are frozen. Uh, yeah. You know, when Andy came aboard, he came, I mean, he brought so much. Uh, so a lot of that is, are his ideas, uh, from the restaurant to the arcade and even the game simulators, uh, yep. you know, I wasn't, my first business plan was just for sheets of ice. Yep. So, um, you know, in order to get all the extra income and all that revenue, um, Andy has uh, really made it his own. And um, I believe he's modeled, modeled it after some rinks in California that he's seen 
mm-hmm. and he's liked. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's one of those things at the end of the day, it's like you go to rinks and like, let's, I'm just using this as, as an example, but I see a lot of the times, uh, you know, at the Mansfield Star Center where there's, there's two sheets, but realistically, besides a concession stand, it's just two sheets. And you got, you know, brothers or, you know, brothers, sisters, moms, you got other people there that, you know, uh, some of them are watching the games, but you have certain, you know, family members and, and things that might not necessarily, you know, be active out on the ice surface at that time. And to give them maybe something to do or people that come in for public, it's just, you know, you you kind of already have the the traffic and the public coming through there. So to me, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, realistically, for my old operations jobs, it would be nice to say, hey, uh, instead of shooting that puck against our brand new wall that I just painted, we have a VR simulator upstairs or an arcade. Like, could you please go there? We're giving you options. But uh, I feel like at my rank, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know what other options you have to do besides, you know, uh, watching videos on an iPad or whatever. But it just it offers other people that might not necessarily be on the ice uh, things to do, which I think in turn will actually just it'll make traffic better. It'll make everything a lot easier. So I, I really like it. Right. Uh, yeah, me too. I think that you know, there's going to be um, more interest in the building itself and not just the ice and the right. building. Yeah. Um, so we can pull people in and, uh, you know, really uh, cater to, yeah, you know, other uh, family members as well. If one's, like you said, if one's skating, yeah, one can be playing the arcade or one can be, yeah, you know, having lunch up in the restaurant. Right. And, you know, uh, as far as the restaurant, I'm an ice guy, so I don't know as much about the restaurant. Uh, but just looking at it, uh, it looks like it's going to be top notch. It really does have that like super high quality, like top notch feel to it. I feel like there's a TV every 12. 12- I don't know. It looks like there's a bunch of TVs, I don't know. but it's one of those things to where like if you're hungry and you want to maybe stay a little bit warmer uh, than being out on the actual ice side of it, like it just looks uh, nice and cozy. It has a nice like little. Uh, oval bar but um it's just one of those things that like i think that's going to be very exciting and th- the cool thing with that is that uh you know because i think about it a lot like i said coming down from dfw but you know you have a lot of people and as soon as they know that like i work there they know that i'm local but they're like where should we go eat where where should we go where and i'm like well there's this place yeah. this, this place but they don't really want to leave they just have to because they have to feed themselves and their children so i'm like okay like you already have those people here like now, you know, they don't. So it's, I feel like it's a mutually beneficial endeavor, uh, you know, to not just parents, but anybody that's like, look, I'm here. I just want a nice, you know, good hot meal. Um, it's just, it offers everything that I feel like people uh, would want if they have some free time to spend in a double sheet facility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. The, the game simulators are, are awesome. Oh yeah. Except I'm bad at golf. We figured that out. Yeah. I will not. Yeah. You're not, no, you're not. Honest, yeah. I tell people that and they're like, yeah, like, sure. I'm like, you just wait and see. Like, it's going to be real violent, real aggressive. It's not. So Cody's actually seen, I think I've talked about it on the pod before, real bad at golf. He's like, hey, I had, I'm like, oh, this is going to be embarrassing. But I, my pride was too much and I tried to uh, take a swing. Didn't turn out very well. I didn't break anything, uh, but it wasn't. Uh, it was funny, though, because I think your first thing was, oh, yeah, you're a hockey player, which I didn't know if to take that in a good or bad way. I was like, oh, it's like my form is probably more hockey, which means I'm a bad golfer. But uh, it is super cool. And there's uh, some other games on there that are really cool. But uh, 
yeah, I mean, as far as rinks, a lot of them don't uh, don't have these things. So I just uh, I think it's really cool. Uh, and then as an ice guy, I got to talk about this a little bit because, you know, there's certain things that you could see and be like, well, we could skip on this or that. But as far as the ice resurfacers themselves and the refrigeration plant from Simcoe, which Simcoe does have just, uh, in my opinion, um, you know, the best refrigerator. That probably won't make a lot of sense to some people, but uh, they are in charge of building and creating the uh, refrigeration plants that keep the ice frozen. Uh, it's top notch. But going back to the Zams, I think a lot of people are going to show up and they're going to be like, well, that looks different, but we have the level ice, fast ice. I mean, we have all of the best, and that all could have been uh, skipped if you guys really weren't, you know, about kind of having that the best quality or top ice. But uh, it's one of those things to where I have just enough experience with it that I know, like, oh, these are the toys that are going to make for just like great, great, great ice. Um, you know, and when you have you have some people, you know, obviously. Uh, not every public skater is going to know the difference between, you know, good ice and bad ice. But I feel like at the end of the day, with the amount of hockey knowledge and the people in town, they are going to really enjoy it. Like, I'm really excited uh, for them to be like, oh, yeah, it's like really, really nice. And then me try and lie to them and take most of the credit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it is. It's going to be really, really nice. But like I said, you guys, I mean, you're like, hey, if we're going to make this top of the line, we're going to do it top of the line. Yeah, that uh, those those Zambonis, they're they're sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that black one, it is actually, it was Zamboni's uh, demo model for a while. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got to go to NARS this last year and Zamboni had it out at the expo. Yep. And so, uh, you know, all the guys around it drooling over it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and, and the, the, the fun thing is that, you know, I've, I've never been in a situation. To, it, it, this is the first time I have used level ice or the fast ice. So the exciting thing for me was, you know, well, I get to learn all this. But um, with, with what I know now and how I know it operates, it's just, it's just the best. It's just, uh, and as far as like building ice, you know, uh, the ice is built up. It, it just, I've, I've never been able to do it quite so quickly with one machine. Uh, but that's, you know, getting into some uh, ice uh, ice nerd talk here. Uh, but uh, anyway, Cody, um, I really, uh, I appreciate your time. And I also appreciate, like I said, I appreciate you giving me a job and allowing me to come back and work here. Um, like I said, some people I knew from before and some people I'm meeting for the first time, like yourself. Um, but it's just been really, really fun to be a part of. Uh, the excitement is growing. Um, but I, I guess it, it just at the end of the day, I think everybody is going to be, I don't know, I, I don't want to set the bar too high, but I think they're going to be absolutely blown away uh, when they come in here and actually see uh, what's happening. Yeah, I think so too. I think uh, it's just, it's awesome for Tulsa. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear, uh, you know, people from out of town uh, telling us how nice it is. So, And I promise you they will. I, yeah. can, I can absolutely guarantee you uh, that they will. Uh, not just because you have a great facility, but your staff. I mean, that's just not bad. I mean, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, Cody, I really appreciate you coming out. We aren't done yet, though. You have to do, there's one little kind of like final part to this uh, that we have to do. Uh, it's called the shout out. Um, the shout out is just anything positive. It can be a mantra. It can be a shout out to friends and family. Uh, some of your favorite employees you might have. You can really, I mean, you can really do anything you want to. Um, but anyway, I have to do one, too. Um, but you have to go first, and that's the rules. Mm, okay. Um, well, I would like to uh, shout out to Andy first off. Um, he, you know, had this whole vision, and he has made it happen. Uh, I have 
just been along for the ride, really. Um, but it's been awesome. So I'd like to thank him. Um, and then I'd like to thank my wife for um, putting up with all this, especially, you know, my crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, I would like to shout out to the employees I have. Man, I, I don't know. Because, I don't know how you got that idea. I don't know. Uh, you know, because they're awesome. We and are. y'all... You know, you're the ones building the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kind of give you the tools to do it. So yeah. uh, without you, I mean, I don't know what else it would You know, I'm a guy, but, you know, I, I guess I, I just, you know, didn't see that coming, even though I kind of tried to set you up for it. <laughs> uh, well, it, yeah, you between you and Jack, I'm sure we will have the best ice. We absolutely will. The South. Because, yeah, because we're both just too big of nerds to not have that be the case <laughs> uh, as far as when it comes to ice. But, um, yeah, and um, I think that here's going to be my shout out uh and first of all thank you uh, for the shout out to, to the uh, employees but um i think my shout out um is going to be for uh learning new things um i think sometimes when you're in a situation to where you're kind of like you know m- maybe like running the show a little bit or you maybe you haven't been around level ice or maybe you haven't been around fast ice and i'm just using these for examples but these are things that you know because i have a lot of pride in what i know but these are things that i knew um, that I needed to learn. I feel like sometimes coming to a new place, um, it puts you in a position to where you are um, a little vulnerable to be like, oh, like, you know, I'd really thought I knew everything or did this and that. Um, but what it turns out is that you learn new things and then you're like, oh, like now I'm an even better professional than I was beforehand. Um, and there's a bunch of various reasons why I really enjoy being down here, uh, not just the people that I work with and the people that I work for, um, but I just, I feel like I've been able to learn even more, um, since I've moved down here. And I think it's been, um, shout out to Jack Schultz. He's not the whole shout out, but he's like a little part of it at the end. Um, I mean, as far as the Zamboni is concerned, I don't know if I've met a single person and he's still a young kid that knows more about that Zamboni. Uh, I don't think I have, and I've met a, met a lot of people, but, um, kind of like going back to what you were saying, you have enough people involved that really take enough pride in this to where. You know, I can guarantee you that we are going to do everything we can within our power to make it the best rank possible. And that's my shout out. Awesome. Yeah, I thought it was a good one. Um, but uh, either way, uh, thank you, Cody, so much for coming on the show. Um, maybe there's a chance Andy will come on at some point. Maybe not. I'm not quite sure. Might sort of pressure him every once in a while. But I also might wait until uh, he's quite, not quite so busy. But... Um, Either way, I have to tell everybody how to get a hold of us. Uh, you can find us at faceoffspotpodcast.com. I'll say that one more time. That's faceoffspotpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. I think you can like us, follow us, whatever the button is, subscribe. I think that's another thing. Um, yeah, anywhere you can find your podcast, I believe you can find Face Off Spot. Um, yeah, and thanks again, uh, Cody, for coming on the show. I know that we kind of had to do this at the uh, end of a busy work day, so I know that... Uh, you know, we, uh, we've kind of, you know, we've been busy today, so this is kind of towards the end, but, uh, thanks for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. See you guys.